This is the Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from The Investment Executives. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show. Good morning, Maine. Welcome to The Main Money Show. We are here again, as usual, weekly on your FM dial and on your AM dial. You can find us in both spots, but just wanted to welcome you to the show. My name's Craig Dixon from Investment Executives, and I'm here today with my best friend in the world, Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? Awesome. Well, I'm doing great now, now that I know we're besties. I love it. <laughs> I mean, we hang out every week together, and by the way, I wanted to say uh, you, you're very upbeat today, and you're looking great, Craig. Well, you, thanks. You, you too, buddy. Nice. Yeah, you clean you, up you real good. I really like the Hawaiian shorts, but they don't really match the uh, orange <laughs> shirt you're wearing. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm casual, but uh, you're dressed up. You look great in the suit, and uh, I know, I know you're meeting with folks all day, so you like to look your best, and I think that's awesome. So that's awesome. But yeah, no, me, I'm wearing the short pants. That's for sure. That's good. I yeah. wish I was. I'd like to. Uh, Retire in Hawaii, but not retire, but like um, live and still, ha- you know, be like semi-retired, do my business. And down there, they do a lot of business in shorts and uh, polo shirt, uh, polo shirts. So that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, that that would be that would be the way to go. Why don't we just all do that anyway? Well, it's kind of hard I mean, in Maine in the winter. In Hawaii. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like ten out of the twelve months in Maine, I gotta have a yeah. sweatshirt well, and so. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah, Good point. Sorry. Works better. Works better in Hawaii. You're yeah, right. Every day. Yeah. You're right. So what are we actually talking about on the show today, Craig? We're actually talking about um, phone scams. What Ooh. What are tariffs? Which is kind of oh, weird. So but... fo- two topics today. Phone scams. How to avoid those. Yeah. And what are tariffs? That's a good one because I think people are confused and people are worried that it's going to affect their livelihoods or their investments, things like that, right. uh, their money. And, and a lot of people don't understand tariffs. So uh, we hear about it so often. Uh, and I probably uh, don't know as much as I should about tariffs. Uh, I know a lot about phone scams. I know you and I have talked about that. <laughs> well, you, wasn't that your side business for a while? <laughs> no, no. Just because I know so many people oh, have been shoot. involved with them. Yeah, I know. My mother-in-law, oh my goodness, she got taken for it, so much. Really? Oh, yeah, geez. and we're we're I know we're going to talk about. You mentioned some of the the ones we're going to talk about in the article, and uh, and there's a specific one uh, that is mentioned that she she got taken. So we have some really? actual examples as well. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing great, uh, and you've been busy, haven't you? Yeah, we've been uh, actually probably busier than. You know I'm always busy, but I mean probably busier than usual. Just I don't know what happened the last couple of months. We just got inundated with a bunch of referrals, which don't get me wrong, it's great. I love referrals; they're the best type of business. Um, and we've been dealing with quite a few people doing rollovers, people that are, um, you know, moving into the cautious phase because they're hearing things like you know 2019, 2020. We're looking at 
some pretty problematic things that could happen with the market, with the general economy as a whole. So people looking to put their investments into a safe avenue and, you know, create a lifetime income. And you and I talk about those a lot, but there are a lot of people yep. coming through the door looking to looking to get out because we've had the longest, uh, you know, bull market in American history, or at least in recorded history um, for America. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's been a long run and people are getting a little nervous about when this thing is finally going to take a slide the other way and yeah. not necessarily that it will. I mean, I guess it could technically go up forever, but, you know, you know how that goes, Tony. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the odds are against that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and looking back at history uh, would show us differently, but you never know. Uh, but I'm looking forward to our topic today. I mean, talking about avoiding phone scams and the mechanics of tariffs, both of these topics have been in the news a lot lately. Yeah. Yes, they have. That's right. Um, but I guess what kind of what I wanted to address today, the two topics that have been in the news lately, like you talked about, and how they could potentially impact our listeners is most important. And I think phone scams probably more prevalent among our elderly or older population. Um, and tariffs don't have much in common with those uh, phone scams, but they both have the potential to create chaos for our finances and for obviously our personal lives. But with that in mind, we're going to first dive into an examination of some common phone scams. And we'll be talking about phone scams highlighted in a recent Reader's Digest article, the one I was talking to you about. Um, and that one's called Watch Out. These 10 phone scams could steal your money. And basically, Tony, our, our goal is to give you information that can help you avoid falling for these types of scams. Um, you know, Phone scams are an increasing problem. I don't know about you, Tony, but I get calls from people I don't know. I don't even answer them anymore, but I probably get 20, 30 calls a day, robocalls, right. other calls. So, But anyway, they're out there. They're happening constantly. People are getting scammed constantly, and people are losing money constantly, and that's what we don't want to happen to uh, ruin a potentially happy retirement. But anyway, according to um, a September 2018 press release from First, Orion, that's O-R-I-O-N, not Oreo, Tony. I don't want to get you hungry. First, come on, Tony, you didn't even laugh at that joke. Yeah, it was good. I was just thinking that- <laughs> I thought you were eating an Oreo. I, I, was, I was just thinking the correct pronunciation is probably Orion. No, but no. First, first, Orion. Yeah, Orion, like the um, like the uh, star cluster. Is that really? All right, we're going to have to go back and do that. astrology or-, or Cut astronomy. Astronomy. Cut that out then. Jeez. Cut that out then. <laughs> no, this is live. Craig, we, we own our mistakes. I mean, we all make mistakes. No, I'm not. We're redoing it. Jeez, Craig. We could have rolled with that. That was good. It is Orion. Is it really? Uh-huh. All right, here we go. According to a September 2018 press release from firstorion.com, a company designed to provide transparency in communication. And check this out, Tony. Nearly 50% of U.S. mobile traffic will be scam calls by 2019. I thought by it was the end already. Of this year. Wow. I don't think they waited. I think it's already hit. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. So making sure you're armed, uh, you have the knowledge, and you know what's going on about the different types of phone scams, that could be useful. Um, in keeping your financial information safe and intact. And I actually have to share one thing with you, Tony, is uh, just recently it happened to me. Um, I get called by supposedly the um, 
power supplier here in Maine, the predominant one, Central Maine Power. And sure. sure enough, it was a phone scam. They were asking for a certain amount of money that was due. It was like four or 500 bucks. I'm like, there's no way I don't owe that much. I knew I didn't. I knew my bill was typically, you know, under a hundred bucks. And I called them back several times and I was calling them out. I'm like, you guys aren't CMP, are you? And then I just kept calling them and harassing them back. I'm like, this isn't CMP. You don't have my bill. It was just crazy. And they, and they were trying to get 500 bucks out of me or whatever it was. And so I hung up the phone and I made sure I called directly to central main power and asked them, got my bill balance. And sure enough, it was a scam. And had I pulled out my debit or credit card at, there I go, 500 bucks down the tube. So I think anytime, like the biggest thing is hang up. If it's really a bill, they're going to call you back, hang up, find out what the real number is to that company, call back and find out the truth um, from you calling them rather than you, uh, from you calling them rather than calling you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Jeez, I got a little confused there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, that stat, you know, 50% of all mobile calls Mm. uh, in 2019 will be scams. I mean, that sounds horrible Yeah. Uh, this year, this year. And I I think that's happened. I mean, uh, I get a lot of spam calls on my cell phone. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, not only are there a lot of, um, scam phone calls, there's also many different types of phone scams, like how they do it and whatnot. And the first one mentioned in the Reader's Digest article I was talking about, can you hear me? Um, This scam, this con is designed to record your voice when you answer yes. And this recording can then be used to claim that you agreed to something you didn't. And one way to avoid this is to answer in a full sentence. Reader's Digest suggests uh, using, I can hear you just fine instead of, you know, just saying yes. So... Yeah, and that seems so innocent. I mean, we all remember those. Remember that classic commercial, the "Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?" Yeah. Uh, remember that line? I mean, I, I, and so I guess what? it would be easy for some people to get confused and give the scammers exactly what they want in response. Yeah. Yep. That's true, Tony. Um, that was one of my favorite commercials. I love that yeah. commercial. Didn't you? It was a little annoying, but what? Can you hear me? I thought it was a little annoying. Can you hear me, Tony? I can hear you just fine. <laughs> See, I didn't answer yes. Uh, I did it right. There you go. You're good. I can You're good. hear you just fine. Uh, good one. Anyway, the next scam um, is especially prevalent during tax season, and the caller will pretend to be uh, an IRS agent threatening legal action if you don't pay a balance immediately, and they they even ask you to confirm your personal information, and, and this is all a scam. The IRS only uses official letterhead for communications. And as a matter of policy, they won't call you. Even if you feel, you know, like it might be legit or really sounds legit, hang up. And like I said, call the IRS directly. Always hang up and call back if you feel something a little weird about it. And yeah. It, and it, don't call back the number that called you. Call, no, no, no. Right. Look up the actual number and yep. call that. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, and if you do have an issue, um, the official phone number should connect you with the appropriate department there at the IRS. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really uh, important. So to repeat, the IRS will never call you. They'll send a letter on their official letterhead instead. That is correct, Tony. But um, while the IRS won't call you, your bank might, right? So, right. So how do you know if these calls are legitimate? You know, perhaps your bank is calling to verify recent transactions on your card um, you know, you, you can safely answer yes or no to these questions, but don't provide any additional information. If they ask for further details, obviously hang up. 
uh, flip your bank card over and call the customer service number on the back of that card and they can verify if the call is legitimate, if it was actually them that was calling you. So, Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure when someone seems to know information about you, it, it makes it seem more legit, doesn't it? It does, and that that's something that, um, you know, I think the scam artists are counting on. And another tactic involves curiosity. And curiosity, obviously, for all individuals, and even for cats, Tony. Remember, curiosity killed the cat? Yep. Curiosity can also kill your retirement account. But it is hard to resist, and the uh, one ring scam plays into that. Your phone will ring, but just once. The scammers want you to call back out of curiosity so they can confirm that your number is working. And they may answer or call you back later and, and flip the script by asking why you called them. That's a good one. And, and yeah. then in your confusion, they can try and um, get important personal data from you in that kind of switcheroo and, and utilizing your curiosity mm. against you. Mm. I mean, that just that feels like a dirty trick to confuse and overwhelm someone. It is, and that's what they're counting on, and I think it's more apt to happen, like I said, with the older population. Um, you know, it's like it's technology these days. Obviously, we all deal with it, and it can be frustrating and confusing, especially for the older generations who didn't come up through the ranks with it. Um, and scammers use those emotions that you get from the frustration and the confusion to con you out of your data. And in the next scam, you could receive a call from someone claiming to be from a major uh, technology company like uh, Apple, Microsoft, um, Facebook, Google, or even your local internet provider, whatever it is. They may ask if you've had computer or phone problems recently, and it seems like those are never-ending. They're happening daily, but they may then offer to fix the problem by having you download software or an app or, or something of that sort. And this malware that they... Um, then load onto your computer through you downloading it will then slow down your computer or phone and potentially steal your sensitive information. And if you have problems that require tech support, hang up again and call the company. And it kind of reminds me of, um, oh, I can't remember who told me this. They said like when you get a bill and you're not sure of it, you're not sure that you owe it, or maybe your insurance company was supposed to pay it and they haven't yet. If it's really important, throw it away and it will come back. You know what I mean? It's true. That's so true. if it's a really important bill, if you throw it away, <laughs> it's going to come in the mail to you. So just like, you know, if you hang up, they're going to call again, but throw yeah. that call away. If you're unsure, always throw that call away and then you call them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In fact, that is the one that my mother-in-law got taken really bad on. Someone yeah. called and said, and she gets confused by technology. She has a computer. We all And do. someone called saying they're from Microsoft. Oh, yeah. And asked her if she's having computer problems, and she said, well, yes. <laughs> and they said, yeah, we we, we, uh, we know that you have a virus on your computer, so we're calling to help you with that. Uh, <laughs> it just costs this amount to clean it up. You download our software, uh, pay us over the phone with your credit card, and then download the software. Well, she gave them mothers, and, you know, we need mm. for security uh, we'll we'll make this secure so you're the only one that can access this. So give us your mother's maiden name and stuff, and hmm. you're you know you we can take it right out of your account. Give us your checking account number, and she gave them all of it. Mm. Unreal, huh? Yeah, but I've known a Crazy. lot of people who've gotten those Microsoft calls saying, "Hey, we're from Microsoft. We you know we're your computer has a virus." And yeah. 
No I, one from Apple or Microsoft or Facebook will ever call oh, you. Yeah, in, fa- exactly. in fact, good luck ever getting a hold of any of those companies directly. <laughs> yeah. You can't. I mean, yeah. you literally can't talk to a real person at Facebook. That is almost impossible, uh, even if you're trying to get a hold of them. Yeah. Uh, no. It's all done through the computer. And don't ever believe that anyone from any of those companies would ever call you for any reason. Yeah. No, they're all subscription based and they just love to have the money yeah. keep coming in and they're not going to reach out to you for some petty little sale of, no, you know, for a virus. They're not going to know unless they're directly uh, sharing your computer with you and you allow them to do that. So yeah, it's, yeah, I, I got to tell you, I think that, you know, just don't give any information over the phone. Hang up. No. No, hang nowadays, up every time. Anybody's asking you for information. Yeah. yeah. Hang up. If somebody calls you and asks you for information, do not give it to them. Yeah. And uh, this seems to be a trend. I mean, incoming calls used to, you know, the the incoming calls that people use to confuse and steal information. I mean, it, it's really been getting worse and worse. Or they try to influence a vulnerable person, maybe somebody who's older and doesn't understand. And that's just nasty. Yeah, it is nasty. And, and one of the most disturbing and nefarious phone calls, uh, scams involves a, a call claiming to have a loved one held against their will. Can you believe that? Wow, that's terrible. I've yeah. never heard that one. Yeah, it could be like a like a child or grandchild, and the scammers may even play on your emotions with dramatic acts like someone screaming in pain in the background or pleading for help. It's pretty – I've never heard of one of those in Maine, but I'm sure they're going on all over the place. But in these scenarios, it could be easy to let your emotions carry you away and try to contact a loved one another way or try to get a hold of them and gather as much information from the caller as possible. I guess if they're willing to stay on the phone and help you confirm a monetary transaction, it's quite possible that they're uh, they're a scammer and not a kidnapper. And kidnappers obviously rarely stay on the phone for very long. So if they're willing to hold while you get your wallet, that should be a huge red flag for you. Yeah. Yeah. A huge. I mean, that seems that's an especially horrible one. Yeah. I can't imagine how terrifying that would be. I mean, as a parent, I would hate to get a call like that. Ugh, yeah. No, would, very true. It would be uh, absolutely terrifying to me, I think, Tony. But Yeah. But luckily, you know, our kids today are pretty well connected. And I think as far as from a child standpoint, most of us are connected to our kids in some manner. So Yeah. But I guess, you know, hopefully talking about these types of phone scams today, even though it it can be uncomfortable, will help our listeners be prepared if someone tries to scam them in the future. And we have a few more scams we want to talk about a little bit later. But uh, I know we got to take a quick break, Tony. So I'll let you lead the way into that. Sure. Uh, Definitely. We do need to take a quick break here. But before we do, Craig, as always, I know you usually have an offer for our listeners. Yes. um, We know that preparing for retirement can be an important part of your financial process. And if you visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or you call my office, 855-MAKES-SENSE, that's sense with an S, we are doing a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation um, to help you on your road to retirement. We want to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And we do address issues um, that probably aren't the norm. We look at all scenarios from wills and trusts and no we're not attorneys but we help you look at those things and talk about those things and we talk about phone scams and and whatnot and we help you get prepared for a solid uh retirement plan all right and listeners stay tuned to learn more about phone scams and we're going to talk a little bit about tariffs today as well here on the main money show with our host craig dixon 
Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At The Investment Executives, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com to learn more. And welcome back to The Main Money Show. I am your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm along for the ride. Uh, the real money is with Craig Dixon. He's the man with the plan. And Craig, great show so far today. Um, we're talking about some common phone scams. Uh, some of these were highlighted in a recent Reader's Digest article called Watch Out. These 10 phone call scams could steal your money. And the goal here is to give you information that can help you avoid falling for these types of scams. So, Craig, this is a really helpful topic, isn't it? Yeah, Tony. And in, in, uh, in the first segment, you and I mentioned several phone scams that obviously can seem very legitimate. Another type of scam the article mentioned is jury eligibility. A target may receive a call that claims they're up for uh, jury duty. The scammer will then ask them to confirm some personal information, blah, blah, blah. And uh, what they're trying to do is steal sensitive information for you, from you. And that's their modus operandi. So they want to get as much information from you as possible to be able to utilize like social security number mother's yeah. maiden name address things like that yep and as we talked about earlier the best way to combat this attempt is to hang up and if you don't remember anything from this show if somebody's calling you hang up except obviously if it's like your mother or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah unless it's craig dixon or your mom yeah hang, <laughs> hang up, up. Yeah. But uh, hang up, call the phone number associated with the official department. So look up the number, uh, look up the number to the courthouse, look up the number to your uh, credit card, look up the number to your bank. Don't ask the caller for a number to call them back. It's not legit. Um, you should be able to find that number through an official website or phone book or if there are any phone books left out there. But then go back to go back to a reliable source, confirm the number and call them directly. Okay, I'm going to skip the next question mm-hmm. Okay, and go to a healthy dose. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Craig, I mean, a healthy dose of skepticism can be a valuable weapon here against these phone scams, the way it sounds. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that works, Tony. Um, skepticism is good when it's somebody on the phone that you do not know. And that brings us to the final phone scam we're going to talk about today. And as we mentioned before, scam artists will prey on confusion. And they'll try scare tactics, and they will at times also take uh, advantage of an individual's charitable nature. And I think we as Americans generally are charitable. So scammers can impersonate charities, um, political parties, lobbyists, uh, even nonprofit organizations or alumni associations. And they'll use your charitable nature against you and ask for donations over the phone. And while you may want to uh, donate to any of these organizations or groups, it's appropriate to ask them to mail you more information or to hang up and call the number directly like we talked about. And this can be hard for some people. It's not easy to be rude, obviously, uh, but it's better to feel rude than, you know, uh, put your financial data and accounts at risk. And another thing you could do is ask if you can mail the donation so you yeah. can get a, a, get a mailing address from them. And then if they give you a mailing address... And it doesn't jive with what's really uh, the donation, where the donation's going, real uh, mailing address, then you know that you potentially had a scam on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's useful information. Very useful. 
Okay, now I'm going to jump into, so we're going to scroll to segment three. Yep. And uh, we're not going to do the welcome back, but you're going to start uh, on that page saying, our final segment today focuses on something that's been in the news a lot lately. All right. Okay, you're going to come in there, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring us in. Well, I think we've covered phone scams, Craig, but how about tariffs? You said we were going to talk about tariffs today. Our final segment today focuses on something that's been in the news a lot lately, tariffs, terrible tariffs. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to define what they are, outline their history, and discuss um, how they affect consumers. And today's reference is a magnifymoney.com article and that's from august 2018 and the title is what are tariffs anyway oh, you like how i did that tony oh yeah so let's start by answering that question and define what tariffs are and tariffs are taxes that the federal government slaps on products that are imported to the u.s and tariffs are often a percentage of the value of the product that's being imported yeah, and you know this word has come up a lot, so much this past year when it comes to these potential trade wars across the globe. The president's always talking about it and threatening tariffs. Maybe you could help myself and the listeners understand how the different percentages work. Yep, I can do that. So let's say, um, for example, let's say a tariff on a microwave is 25%. And a foreign company prices that microwave at a hundred bucks. So due to the tariff, an American company buying that microwave would have to pay an additional 25 bucks. And this would bring the total cost of the microwave to 125. The importer often passes the increased expense onto the consumer who purchases the microwave. And the extra 25 doesn't go uh, to the foreign company selling the microwave. Tariff proceeds go to the U.S. Department of the Treasury. So it's it's a tax that you're paying that you didn't even know you were paying, essentially, Tony. I mean, if you really wow. get down to it, they should just call it trade taxes is what it is. But Yeah, um, that's what tariff means is a trade tax. And yep. so, so what you're saying is that tariff percentage can potentially impact the cost of goods uh, being taxed. So are tariffs a new concept then, or have they been around a while? Oh, not at all. And actually, uh, I was checking out the Smithsonian.com article, A History of America's Ever-Shifting Stance on Tariffs. And Tariffs aren't by any means a new concept. In fact, they go all the way back to the 1760s, if you can believe that or, believe that or not. But um, Great Britain charged heavy import duties that increased prices on a lot of the desirable goods like um, glass, lead, paper, or even tea. Um, but I think you can see where this is going, Tony. And, and definitely those tariffs are and have been an important part of trade. Well, yeah, Craig, I feel like you're talking about that uh, certain party in Massachusetts Bay, the Boston Tea Party. Um, but <laughs> tariffs uh, tariffs obviously have then been around for a long time. Why does it feel like they're relatively new then? Um, well, I get, I think it's just, you know, since the 2016 election, tariffs have been making a comeback and probably because they're, they're on the forefront um, in the media and the president consistently talking about them and he's being covered. Um, obviously daily, but they've been used as a foreign policy tool as much as they've been used as an economic tool. And tariffs as high as 25% have been levied against imports from China, Canada, um, the EU, the European Union, South Korea, Brazil, Argentina. I mean, 
pretty much anybody that imports um, products into the U.S. is going to see some sort of tariff unless you have a free trade agreement. Um, maybe you know certain things like uh, with Mexico or something like that. If we had a t uh, free trade agreement, but it can also affect exports from the United States and countries often react to new tariffs by imposing their own on products coming from the United States. So to me, it just seems so overwhelming. It's like you put one on somebody and then somebody puts one on you. It ends up being a tit for tat kind of thing. And I don't know if we really get anywhere with it unless somebody's imports are so high, like China's, they import tons of stuff to us that we're able to um, kind of scare them a little bit because they rely so much on our, purchasing power and our buying power um, that they have to be careful not to upset the apple cart too much or all the stuff they're manufacturing suddenly slows and they're not importing as much because it's more it then becomes more expensive than american made stuff uh you know what as usual our time has flown by we're out of time for Whoa. this week's show is there anything else you want to add before we go yeah, I just want to remind everybody to visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or call my office, 855-625-3736. And remember, at Investment Executives, we provide information that can help you make sound financial decisions and build your retirement on a solid foundation. If you have any questions about today's show, give us a call at 855-625-3736. Be sure to set up your complimentary, uh, no-cost, no-obligation consultation, and we'll get you headed on the uh, right path to retirement. All right. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at The Investment Executives. Call 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.